At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, it is Thursday here on the show. I always start like that. And that means, as always, there is a lot to talk about here today. Last night, AEW and NXT. And there's a lot to talk about from both shows. Maybe the biggest real-life news coming out of both shows was the big announcement by John Moxley that Renee is pregnant. As I mentioned on the Observer Show yesterday, or you could just read it going up to her, uh, her Twitter, apparently she tried to text a pregnancy update to her husband, and she accidentally sent it to Bailey. That's how Bailey figured out that she was pregnant. And, of course, later on in the day, John Moxley does a promo, and he's talking about the upcoming match, and he mentions... All of the things going in his life, and he throws out my pregnant wife back home. So, yes, Renee is pregnant. Best wishes to both of them. Best thing that could ever happen to a person. So, congratulations, and hopefully, it's smooth sailing the next several years. So, there you go. Big shows to talk about last night. In terms of pro wrestling and storylines, we're building up to the big December 2nd show for AEW. And on the other channel, we're building up for a takeover. They announced a takeover last night. It's going to be War Games. And we've got a men's War Games match and a women's War Games match. And they built up a lot of stuff for both shows uh, last night on the program. So we can talk about that. And really, the big news is just AEW and NXT. The only other thing to talk about is it's official now. We've kind of known about it for a while if you've been reading The Observer. But the Thunderdome is moving. I think everybody knew that. But it was confirmed today that they will be moving to Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, which begins with the Friday, December 11th episode of SmackDown. So we can talk about all of this. We'll take your feedback and more. And then in the final segment of the show, LSG from Ring of Honor is going to be joining us here today. Should be a lot of fun. So back in a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. 
which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Javier's auto body is colliding with a shortage of licensed techs. That 2017 is waiting on a clear coat. That 09 needs its left rear sanded, pounded, and painted. And the guy over there is waiting on an estimate. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Bro. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, is noted in the opening segment Thunderdome. It's a moving location starting next month. Confirmed today, WWE Thunderdome moving to Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Starting with the Friday, December 11th episode of SmackDown. It's a dome stadium, home to Major League Baseball's Tampa Bay Rays. One of my favorite teams. Thunderdome debuted when WWE's residency at the Amway Center began this August. WWE needed a new venue due to the NBA season starting next month. WWE wrote Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views, all produced at Tropicana Field on closed sets with only essential personnel in attendance. It was also noted that WWE will have to administer its health and safety protocols for talent, crew, and employees 
in conjunction with each production, including PCR testing for COVID-19, et cetera, et cetera. So they're moving, and uh, away they go. And I guess the question is, how long is this residency for? I mean, we don't really know. I mean, clearly when WWE started the Thunderdome, I mean, I can tell you, I mean, they were looking around. And they were looking around for places, and they were hoping that maybe by early in the year they would be able to start running live events here and there. It's not happening. Especially right now, it's not happening. But, I mean, we do we do allegedly have some very, very good vaccine candidates. They allegedly are going to be submitted for FDA approval in the next couple of days. They allegedly will start being rolled out to those that need them the most by the end of the year. And I think the WWE is just sitting there going, man, how many people can get it by the spring? Can we run WrestleMania with fans? Can we pack them into a building and put 10,000 people in there? But for right now, I mean, they pretty much, what's the word? They pretty much, uh, I guess, just accepted the fact that this ain't happening in January. So away we go to the Tropicana Fieldhouse, which, by the way, is a gigantic building. Tropicana Field, so it's going to be very interesting to see how they build the Thunderdome. I mean, is it going to be, are they actually going to put, like, all of the screens way, way out there, or are they going to build a small Thunderdome around the ring? I guess we'll find out. Any thoughts on this, Mike? Considering it's a baseball stadium, I don't know, I I don't know what you do other than build a small Thunderdome inside the the dome. I mean, we'll see what happens and what tack they take. It feels like they're Probably going to be there at least until WrestleMania. Like, you know, that's going to be their entire first quarter of 2021. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see. I'm not sure what the plan is going to be for Major League Baseball. Uh, it was not. It was messy the last time around. Uh, obviously, the NBA seems like they're going to be the ones that are starting first. So uh, we'll have we'll just have to see how the whole thing goes. I don't think, you know, as far as their ops go, moving from Orlando to Tampa, you know, it's not like locally with the officials and the authorities, it's going to be any big deal whatsoever. It's probably going to be business as usual as far as WWE goes. So it's just the location change. You know, it doesn't change anything other than, you know, where friends and family of the wrestlers have to go if they're going to be invited in. So that's that's pretty much that's that. Spurs here says, John Moxley is something else. I just love how he nonchalantly announced Renee's pregnancy in his promo on Dynamite. I had to process it for a good 20 to 30 seconds, and then I realized the entire thing. That was quite the pregnancy announcement right there. I've never seen one quite like that. Guy cutting a promo about a, a match coming up on a on a pay-per-view, and he just nonchalantly throws out there, my pregnant wife at home. I was, I was very happy to hear that news because I think that guy is he's pretty excited about this. You see a guy like John Moxley, blood, violence, glass, barbed wire. Think about, man, this guy's going to have a kid and his whole life's going to change. Whole life is going to change. I'm very excited about that. I wonder how many bumps in the glass he's going to be taking now that it's official. You're excited. Have you ever been disappointed to find out the news that somebody was having a baby? I don't like to talk about those things on the air, Mike. Oh, so you've been rooting against somebody? I mean, you don't I've, call never, I've never rooted against somebody, but. You don't have that one friend that really would screw up a lot, do some crazy stuff. 
messed around, got somebody pregnant. Went no, it's not like that. But it's like sometimes, sometimes you know somebody, and they've got like four kids, and their life is complete chaos, and it's just complete insanity. And all of a sudden, you find out they're having a fifth kid. It's like what? A big Catholic family, seventeen kids, uh, going going crazy. Dude, oh, you can hey. have as many kids as you want. I got no problem with it. But like, you know, sometimes that's the first thing that I think. I got two kids, and life is complete chaos. So if I all of a sudden found out that we were having three kids, I would expect somebody else to go, what are you thinking, dude? That's a lot of kids. Imagine if you were Heath, Heath Slater. That all guy's got kids l- running around. Actually, I don't know how many kids he actually has, but. <laughs> That's all I was talking about. This person, I still can't believe how Moxie casually just dropped the news of Renee being pregnant in a tough guy wrestling promo on national TV before just moving on to the next line. It's awesome. There's nobody like him. It's true, there is nobody like him. <laughs> And I, I had actually a lot of people asking this question, and I don't think this is it, but like so many people ask. Everybody wants so badly for AEW and NXT, or I'm sorry, for AEW and New Japan to have a working agreement, that when Moxie was laid out mysteriously backstage, I, I literally had multiple people email or text and say, please tell me it was Kenta. Oh, no. I don't think it was Kenta. <laughs> I don't think it was it Kenta. It probably was, was Lance Archer. Yeah. But I mean... That would be pretty cool. I don't think it's happening. It would be. But, you know, one thing, if if people like that connection, he was able to slip in there that he is a champion on two different continents. So that was a, a nice touch by him without being too obnoxious about anything. Threw that line in there, just like he, he said he was going to have a kid, and, and on he was going. So I thought did an excellent job that way by mentioning it but not drawing attention to it. Great promo. Spurs says, I loved Top Flight versus the Young Bucks last night. You couldn't ask for a better TV debut for Dante and Darius Martin. They looked impressive, were made to look great by the Bucks. That's how you elevate new talent in losing. Unbelievable. They are only 19 and 21 years old. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were raving about them before they did the match. A lot of people are raving about them after they do the match. Um, this is not meant to be a negative, but as I attempt not to sneeze right here, they were in there with the young bucks. And like, you can't not look good doing a tag match with the young bucks. Tom and I would have looked good in a match with the young bucks. We still would have lost, but we would have looked good. But I mean, the point of all of this is we'll see how good they look when they're not with the young bucks. And I'm not saying that they suck or anything like that. I'm just saying that what they need is they need to work those matches on dark. And they need to work matches with people like the Young Bucks. You know, it'd be great if they worked a match with a team like FTR. And actually, if you look at if you look at all of, of AEW, they'd be good if they had a match with pretty much any of the veteran teams. But they need matches. They, are, the they have thing. so much potential. They just need to get ring time with great teams. That's it. They just need veterans to help lead them. And, and regardless of it's in matches like the Young Bucks like to have, whether it's which it seems to be the matches that they like to have, absolutely. But FTR or SCU, anybody, any of those teams are going to learn something as long as they're awake and they're going to be helped to be led along. You know, I know a lot of people obviously would love to see, I'm not going to call it a train wreck match, but private party in them, you know, the entire match is going to take place uh, above the ring, you know, flying in the air. And that's going to be incredible theatrics and acrobatics and everything. But that's not what they need. You know, physically, we know they can do that stuff. They were pulling off some really sharp looking High-flying last night, and again, it helped that it was against the...
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, we are back here in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about these shows last night. Here's the quick rundown: Young Bucks beat Top Flight. Match was so much fun. Top Flight looked so good. Young Bucks carry him to a great match. BT trigger finish. That was that. We had a bunch of Inner Circle and Las Vegas segments, which I didn't even know what to expect going in, except they were going to go to Vegas and be all wacky. And at the end of the day, what happened was they went to Vegas, and they got drunk, and then that was it. There was, like, no angle or anything like that. It was just they all had fun. 
and drink a lot of whatever they drink. We had a Moxie promo where he announced a pregnancy and hyped up the match with Kenny Omega. Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, really fun match. Orange Cassidy got the win with the mouse trap. The heels beat him up afterwards, so that match is coming at some point down the road. The Omega Moxley contract signing never happened because Moxley ends up beat up and laid out backstage by a mystery person. So Kenny Omega just calmly comes out and he says, every single time it's some sort of excuse, I'm signing this contract, this match is happening. He signs and he leaves. So the question is, who laid out John Moxley? Was it the murder hawk? Was it Kenny Omega himself? I guess we'll find out. The Bastard Pack beat the Blade as you figured that he would, and afterwards he did the big split. So the teams appear to be at this point, Pac, Penta, and Phoenix, and they're all babyfaces, as they should be, and then Kingston, Butcher, and Blade are the heel team. And as Dave mentioned last night, we could talk about later, there's like 56-man or three-man teams on this this promotion. Where's the six-man titles? I think it's time we got these, we got these going. Serena D beat Thunder Rosa to retain the NWA title. Britt Baker attacked Thunder Rosa during the match, which did not lead to the finish, but was still designed to set up a feud. I'm not even going to go on about this one. And finally, main event, Cody and Darby beat Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Actually, I'm sorry. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks beat them. Brian Cage pinned Darby, and so he, I'm sure, at some point will be getting a shot at the TNT title. They had a total... This was start to finish like a WWE segment. They had a WWE match. They had a WWE finish with somebody pinning the champion. They had a WWE beatdown afterwards. And then they had a WWE swerve turn where Will Hobbs turned on the babyfaces. He's now part of Team Taz. And there you go. Will Hobbs, now a heel. Very quickly, NXT, Gargano and Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff beat him. Beat his qualification because Damian Priest punched him out to make sure that Gargano didn't get the title. Leon Ruff got very upset about everybody thinking it was a joke, and so basically he has told Regal he wants to face both of these guys down the road, I guess in a North American title match. Grimes and Dexter Loomis blindfold match. The best, the, the, le- the less said about this, the better. Absolutely sucked. I almost swore on air right there. Terrible match. No finish in a blindfold match. It was bad. Announcement of War Games, we had Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae beating Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Not a very good match. But we did have Dakota and Raquel facing Tony Storm and Raquel Gonzalez. Tony Storm beats Dakota. Match was great, but given the finish, I have no idea why we beat Tony Storm last week and we had Candice beat Ember Moon a few weeks ago. Two totally wasted losses, unless the whole idea is just a 50-50, everybody. But the match was good. My favorite match on the show, Kushida Arturo Huas. Excellent match. Just a grappling pro wrestling battle. I loved it. Timothy Thatcher beats August Gray. And then the guy who last week said, I'm sick of these young guys in the locker room that think they're tough, but they're not. Turns out Chomp is talking about Timothy Thatcher. I'm excited for that feud, though. And then in the main event, Io Shirai, clean in the middle with the moonsault, beat Rhea Ripley to retain the title. I mean, the only thing that I can figure that makes any sense, actually, there's two things. One, they're turning a Rhea Ripley heel, which would be absolutely stupid. Or two, Rhea Ripley's going to the main roster. Finally, 
and maybe she would debut at Survivor Series. But I got no other explanation for this finish. And then Finn Balor comes back, and Kings of NXT try to beat him up, but Undisputed Era returns, and there's your match for the upcoming War Games. Thought both shows were very good. Mike, any thoughts? Pat McAfee is awesome, and uh, we've talked about that, but him selling that kick, him at the end there, you know, for a second there, it's like, oh, my God, look at him go toe-to-toe with Adam Cole. But then he, he went ass over tea kettle, went outside the ring, ate that boot. I thought that was I thought that was a pretty great way to end the show. And there was some, you know, like you said, there was some trash, uh, some less than stellar moments on that show. Uh, Leon Ruff, we'll see if this is where they turn the corner there with him, you know, and now that uh, it looks like it's going to be a three-way. Um th- trying to think of, of really what else that you you, know, you really haven't noted there. Um Omega, that's the one thing with Archer. Uh, they could do a deal where it, you do Moxley and Archer. Uh, you could absolutely do that. But, you know, Omega, I wonder if they, if anybody plays up the fact that Kenny Omega continues to be in, in places where things like this happen, <laughs> you know, and around places like this happening. So I thought that, you know, most, again, the show, they were, AEW was really solid, but I don't know. If there was, if it's going to be a, a massive bounce, well, well, I guess we'll see what the ratings come out. Uh, but I, it just didn't feel like it was anything overly special or anything like that. And that's not to to, to, to dismiss it or demean it or anything like that. It was just a good, solid show uh, that's leading to December and obviously in the future leading towards February, too, with their next pay-per-view. But uh, absolutely leading towards December with NXT, if it's... If it's not Rhea Ripley, I mean, why was Naomi drafted? Wasn't Naomi drafted within like the first five picks or something like that on or first seven picks during the draft? Where has she been? Because she was the name that I was thinking of to be a part of that team. But if it is going to be Rhea Ripley, I don't know if anybody should be very happy about that because then she's back up on the main roster. And we remember last year's WrestleMania with how that went down. So I don't. I hope it's not Rhea Ripley, and I don't, you know, obviously she lost to EO, so, you know, I'm not sure, you know, what her next feud would be, but it's, I really don't want to see her on the main roster, even though the main roster could absolutely use her. I just don't know how they're going to use her. Hey, listen, I just got to make a comment right here, because we've got a lot of good moderators on the Twitch chat. Like, anybody messes up on the Twitch chat, just get him out of here, okay? Please. The board's the board, Reddit's Reddit, but come on. I ain't tolerating it here today. All of this. Yeah, but, hey, but, 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 some guy on here actually said, ah, Jericho does a concert, Brian's cool with it, but if Elias did a concert, Brian, bro, Elias did a concert, like, three weeks ago, and it appears to me that there's exactly one guy that enjoyed that concert, and it was me. This whataboutism. We got enough of that in the real world. I don't need it on my Twitch chat. You're out of here, buddy. You got it? Anyway. Let's look at some of these text messages. Come on, people. Smarten up. Person wants to know who Boa was mentioning. A statement to Regal on NXT. So here's the deal with this thing, everybody. So the storyline was that Zia Lee kept getting these letters. And the letter said that she had to win a match. So she keeps going to NXT. And she doesn't win. She just keeps coming back and not winning. There's like no consequences. So I'm thinking, well, what are you so worried about, buddy? 
So then one day, she vanishes. Boa comes out. And then these dragons are flying around inside NXT. If you think I'm making this up, I'm not. Some old guy, I think they said it was his Sifu. Maybe they used another martial arts term, but he comes out and he gives Boa this letter. Now Boa's scared. And so apparently Boa has vanished. And William Regal goes to Boa's apartment or whatever. In the middle of the night, by the way. And when you think about, think about like, remember when... All of the, the Mexicans were vanishing and they were getting kidnapped. Remember that angle that they did? And everyone just moves on like it's no big deal. Well, Boa, he hasn't even missed a week of television, and Regal's so worried he goes to his house at night. Knocks on the door. Boa comes out, and Regal's like, Bro, you got to show up at the Performance Center, buddy. I guess Boa must not be very good because Regal really needs him to be at the Performance Center. Boa says, No Performance Center, no train. Regal goes, what are you talking about? And Boa says, she's coming. And Regal says, who's coming? Zia Lee, she has disappeared. You know where she's at? Boa says, she's hiding. And she's coming. So apparently there's another. So now we got Boa and Zaya are scared. We got the Sifu, who's is sending, I guess, threatening letters. And then we got another female who's on the way that Bo and Zai are scared of. What's happening? You're asking me? I hope that was a rhetorical question to throw out there. No, Nobody what, is knows it Karen the Q? Happening. Is that could be. her? I mean, if you're... I don't, why why has anybody gone in the first place, you know? And who knows how long they'll be gone for. But, you know, Karen Q, is she ready to come back? I guess that would make sense then. It would absolutely make sense. Now, remember how this thing started with Boa out there. And I, and I don't, again, I don't know if this was the original story. I don't know if they've had to scramble. I'm not sure exactly what it is here, but it is starting off very, very wonky, isn't it? It's, it doesn't feel very cohesive. It doesn't feel like this is going to be one of those legendary storylines, but I guess we'll have to see. Well, let's see what is on everyone else's mind in the text message you've been here. This person is, who are the big man baby faces in AEW besides Luchasaurus? Do you see that as a weakness? My friend, I have never thought for one second that a weakness in AEW is not enough big man baby faces. If you have baby faces, like I don't care if they're big or small. I just want there to be baby faces and there to be heels so that you can create storylines where you know who to cheer for and you know who to boo. I don't think that's asking too much. If they're big, small, whatever. I want to know who I should care about. And another one. Given how many, how few big powerhouse baby faces AEW has, do you think they made a mistake turning Will Hobbs? No, I think we need to wait and see where it goes with Will Hobbs. We need baby faces and heels. I don't care about how big they are. Back in a moment, everybody, with more Wrestling Observer Live.
Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Leon St. Giovanni, Ring of Honor Wrestling. Alaska Pro Wrestling, for all I know. Joining us here today on the program, Leon, how you doing? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. So I, I hear, we'll get into everything else here in a moment, but you're going back to Alaska for the fourth time coming up this year. What's going on? Yeah, fourth time in two years, which is pretty insane. I never thought I would ever go to Alaska. But you know, WrestlePro, which is my local home promotion here in Jersey, um, is running our 
fourth tour. We're actually doing five events in 10 days, which is insane. A couple of years ago, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it was like uh, five years ago because my my we did our our pregnancy announcement in in Alaska. But my wife and I went there. Holy smokes, what a beautiful place! But at the same time, it's like there was nothing there. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you can find wrestling somewhere. But it's right. Yeah, it's it's incredible, but it's also a little daunting. Like you go down some of these highways for hours and there's nothing there. Like if you break down, you're screwed. It's 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 amazing though. It really is. And then if I recall correctly, I may have this story wrong, but Filthy Tom Lawler was was talking to me. He had just gone to Alaska, maybe actually for a show, and oh, really? he, he was talking about how there was like this strip club or something in this town that we were going to drive through. And like we're driving through this town, and I swear to God, like. It's an empty road in the middle of nowhere. And then, like, in the middle of nowhere, there's a gas station, and there's this tiny shack next to it. And that's what he was talking about. I was like, wow. I'm not surprised. Got to have them everywhere, I guess. Man, it's 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 a different world out there. Like You really feel like you're on the edge of the earth. Oh, like, yeah. If, if the earth was flat, this would be Which it's not, right? LSG? It's not flat. It's not flat. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> but if it was, this would be the edge of it. This is the end of it. It's it's weird. It's now, so weird. I don't want to make fun of anybody that thinks... Actually, I do want to make fun of people that think the Earth is flat. But tomorrow, <laughs> coincidentally, you happen to be wrestling Brian Pillman Jr. And from yes. what I know of Brian Pillman Jr., if there's anybody that thinks the Earth might be flat, it's him. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm sure he does. Okay, now, I've, I've, uh, I've met him several times. And, you know, the son of Brian Pillman Jr., I think everybody knows everything there is to know about Brian Pillman Jr., a lot about it, if you know anything about wrestling. And Pillman Jr. was only like, you know, three years old or four years old when his dad passed away. And I've got a, I've got a four-year-old. It's like the idea that if I passed away today, she'd remember anything at all about me. I mean, maybe a little tiny bit, but this guy is a chip off the old block. I mean, when you hang out with Brian Pillman Jr., it's like, this is Brian Pillman's son. How many run-ins have you had with, with Pillman Jr. prior to tomorrow? Um, Several, actually. Uh, he's, a, he's a cool dude. We were actually supposed to wrestle about a month ago, um, actually less than a month ago, at a WrestlePro Dream 16 tournament. And unfortunately, in the, in the second round, I dislocated some fingers, and uh, we couldn't, I couldn't get him back in place, and I just could, we had to change the match. So I didn't get to wrestle him in the, in the uh, third round. So this will be our opportunity to get that match. But yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. He's a unique guy. Oh, very, very. He's a little, little weird, but I like <laughs> it. It's cool. Okay. Now the, the main reason we've got here today, obviously is to talk about ring of honor because ring of honor has got some TV airing this weekend. They've been doing tapings. You're facing Jay lethal in a pure title match this coming weekend. Tell us your thoughts on this match. Yeah, I mean this this match means a lot to me personally because, um, like most kids in New Jersey, I was a big Ring of Honor fan. They would come to Edison, New Jersey, which is my hometown, and I, I think the first event I ever went to was Final Battle 2005. I just happened to go because like I didn't have money to go to Raw, and I was like, well, what the hell is this? I'll just I'll check this out. I don't know what it is, but I'll go. And it ended up being this like ridiculous pay per view, and I saw these guys. I saw guys like. Um, Milano Collection 18 and Loki and Kenta and um, Jay Lethal happened to be on that event. And it, I kind of like um, 
it blew my mind because I'd never seen independent wrestling up close and personal. And you like fast forward now 15 years later and I'm actually wrestling him. And it's cool because, he, you know, he's a local guy. He's from Elizabeth, New Jersey. I'm from Edison, New Jersey, which is only 30 minutes away from there. Just to see the path that he's taken in his career. And I'm kind of like um, not 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 exactly modeling myself after him, but um, we're kind of on the same path. And, and it's cool. Like now we're finally crossing. I'm an old dude here. And, you know, I was growing up. It was, you know, people would watch. They watched WCW. They watched WWF. And then, like, the day came where I started hearing from people who, like, when I was a kid, I watched Ring of Honor. It was like, my God. Like, I was, I was like, in my 30s when Ring of Honor started. So, maybe not quite yeah. that old. But, I mean, is are those your first memories? I mean, were you a WWF, WCW kid, or, or was it just all Ring of Honor? I was a, I was a WWF kid. Um I started a little late, actually. My whole my whole circle of friends, they were already in on it during the Attitude Era. I kind of missed that. I don't think I really started watching until WrestleMania 17, so I was a little bit behind. And then um, I kind of I was in my I was a young teenager and I, I wasn't really feeling it anymore. So I started getting into like TNA. You know, I, I remember running home from school to go watch it on like Fox Sports on on Fridays. I would I would like get off the bus and run home to go to go catch it because I think it was like 4 p.m. over here, um, and like that was like it was just different. It was something new and it looked like a sport. They had the ticker on thing like that. And the guys were just doing things I'd never seen before in a ring. Um, so it was like TNA and ring of honor, were like huge influences on me when I was a teenager. You know, another thing that you mentioned that is when we talk to people about how they got into wrestling, I mean, a lot of people, it's something weird. Like, Oh man, I, I, I watched some match with, uh, uh, the Brooklyn brawler. And I was like, I was transfixed. And you're like the Brooklyn brawler got you into wrestling, but you're talking about <laughs> WrestleMania 17. I mean, it's it's. I can't say it's all downhill from there, but that's like the peak to start watching. Oh, that's what that's what it felt like. I mean, seventeen and maybe the next few years, I was really really into it, and then I kind of started. You know, I was a te- I was a young teenager, so I was kind of like getting into other things and playing sports and stuff like that. And it really wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. Um, so I was I was creating something else. And when I saw Ring of Honor and I saw the way it was presented, like it was more like a sport. So to me, that like really caught my attention, and then I just kind of stuck with that and. When I went to that event in 2005, I, I just told myself, like, you know what? I think I can do this. Like, I'm an athlete. Um, I see the guys in there, and I think I could. I think I could do something like this. Elsie, you've been kind of Ring yeah. of Honor adjacent for a long time now, kind of in and out of there. There was the the team of Coast to Coast and, and everything, and that's kind of how 2019 ended for you. And in 2020, you were part of the the Battle Royal for the number one contendership, and you've been making some some appearances in different places but obviously the pandemic has raised hell with all of us and and certainly with your schedule as well too uh what was it like uh, as far as hearing from ring of honor about what was going on did they keep you updated and what has life been like for you uh since the pandemic's gone on and and now that things are opening up again uh just your your kind of your your feelings about everything that was going on yeah so i mean i i've been under contract the last think four years um and my contract expired in december last year and i was still on good terms with them you know i have a great relationship with ring of honor so i did the first few events of the year and then when the pandemic hit it was kind of just a complete unknown i had no idea what was going to happen i was kind of in the dark with that and i don't know i kind of i was almost ready to move on to a different chapter when i found out that the pure championship was happening and the, the bubble tapings were happening it kind of piqued my interest and i was like you know what well, I'm not doing the coast-to-coast thing anymore. I'm not doing the tag team thing. Why not 
pitched this idea to, you know, come back by myself and, you know, maybe pitch some new matchups because there's a lot of a lot of guys on the roster I've not wrestled yet. And I know uh, Delirious and a lot of the guys on the roster, they know what I can do. They know what I'm capable of. They see me on the indies and I predominantly wrestle as a singles competitor. So this is it's not new to me. It's just uh, new matchups and a new audience gets to see me. So um, when I got booked for the the last set of tapings, I was just pumped, man. I was just pumped to, to show off what I could do. So as somebody who grew up and was really transfixed by Ring of Honor and and was a big fan, I mean, what was it like to get signed to a contract by Ring of Honor? I mean, what were your feelings? How did this whole thing come about? How did you get to that point? And what was it like to, to sign a contract with the promotion that you grew up thinking was so awesome? It, it's all It was all right time, right place. I happened to be at the Monster Factory at the time training. And Kevin Kelly got invited to do a promo seminar and I uh, made that connection. He's a, just a fantastic dude. Um, he, he's a great guy. And he told me, Shaheem Ali, my former tag team partner, uh, Damian Priest, who back then was Punishment Martinez, and Ian Riccoboni to go check out the next set of tryouts. And at the time, I didn't think I was ready for anything like that, but um, took that leap of faith and got my way in there you know the tryout was okay it didn't it didn't go great but i got invited to train at the dojo with with delirious and then just from there it just started growing just going on the road with the, with the crew and um that led to some tv matches and things like that and then eventually it got the top prospect uh tournament spot and then from there that's that's when i signed and then um from there it was just it's just up up it up i mean did you have time to really i mean obviously you had time but i mean did it mean a lot to you to sign that contract or was it just kind of like, man, I, I wanted this from day one and I got it and like, that's it. I'm, I'm not even going to yeah. mark out it's, about it or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Um, Just since I was a kid, I've always been taught, like, act like you've been there before. And um, I think it took a while actually for it to hit. Uh, it, it was a big deal for me to sign it, but it wasn't until I think my first time wrestling at the, the arena in Philadelphia that I kind of it really hit me. Um, I don't even remember the match. I think it might have been like a multi-man, um, a multi-tag match, like three-way tag. And then the match ended. And I went to the back and I, uh, I went outside for a minute because I just kind of composed myself and I just like broke down. And like that's when it finally hit me. Like holy, sh like I'm here right now. Uh, I'm doing this. And um, <laughs> like 15-year-old me would be so proud of myself because you know I didn't. At 15 years old, you never think you're going to get to that point, but um, it finally, I finally made it happen. So once you once you had the contract, and I I mean you'd probably wrestled some of these guys before, but I guess I guess two part quick question: yeah. Who was the first guy that you ever wrestled? That you were like, my God, I'm in the ring with such and such, and who was the first person in Ring of Honor once you signed, where you finally got a match with this person that you grew up watching and you were just blown away? Yeah, actually, it was my first TV appearance. I did a, a tag match with the with the the Decade, which was actually Hangman Page. Um, Jimmy Jacobs and then another guy that they, they brought in for that one match. And I think Jimmy, that was a big deal for me because Jimmy Jacobs was, was a guy that I watched growing up. You know, he had like this crazy feud with BJ Whitmer. And I remember watching that, you know, when I was younger and getting the chance to get in the ring with him. And he's such a smart guy. He's just like literally like a wrestling genius. Um, that was like a, like a mark out moment for me, honestly. Um, and then it, it some of those tag matches I had early on were just, uh, I didn't think I was ready for that, but 
you learn so much by being in being in the ring with guys like that, like uh, like War Machine, for example. The first time we wrestled them, it was a little rough. You know, we were still new. Ali and I were still like working out the kinks. Like I didn't really do a lot of tag wrestling before Ring of Honor. I was like learning like on the job. And then you fast forward to their last match in Ring of Honor, which we had with them, and we, you know, tore the roof off of the building at the ECW arena, and like that was their farewell match. So it was just like it, it was a cool progression from like the beginning feeling you know nervous and just not totally confident in yourself and then you fast forward a few years and it's like night and day all right we got like 30 seconds right here what is your personal favorite match you've ever had actually um from earlier this year i quit match with eric corvis was actually the guy who broke me into wrestling it was at synergy wrestling here in new jersey and um we kind of i I never really bled in a match before and that that's the first time that we that i experienced all that and it was just like, it kind of got me um, excited to do some more hardcore stuff. So check that out, Synergy Pro Wrestling, uh, G vs. Eric Corvus, I Quit Match. All right, check it out, everybody. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Joined today, LSG, Ring of Honor. They got all sorts of stuff coming up, including a big match this weekend. LSG in a pure match as a man who loves technical wrestling. Right up your alley with Jay Lethal. Let's get some plugs in about the TV this weekend, your social media, et cetera. So we're going to have the watch party. Uh, the hashtag is watch ROH on Fight TV on Monday night. Check that out. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Leon St. Giovanni, posting a lot of cool travel vlogs, especially the stuff from Alaska. So check that out. And also check out New England All-Star Wrestling tomorrow night on the Title Match Network. Me versus Brian Pillman Jr., should be awesome. <laughs> you and Brian Pillman Jr. That, in fact, does sound awesome. Awe-inspiring, <laughs> this match that will be taking place. And, yes, I hope that hopefully when you go to Alaska for the fourth time, you get a good uh, video. Like, go to that strip club we were talking about here. <laughs> we'll get to I we'll, mean, we'll find this what's out in that you. place? <laughs> if you ever go back, go to the uh, Alaskan Bush the Alaskan Bush Club, I think it's called. Really? Go there. It looks like an old saloon, like a Western saloon. Yeah, I'll, Check that out. I'll take my wife and two kids into that old saloon. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Hey, listen, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Check out Ring of Honor, everybody. ROHWrestling.com is a place to go. There's all sorts of stuff up there. The Honor Club, whole nine yards. Check it out. And uh, LSG, I want to thank you for doing the show today. And, of course, everybody for listening, everybody on Twitch.tv slash F4W Video. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody to Byline. We'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.